Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about everything that could be considered horror. And we are your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Hello. Hi, how are you? Not too bad. I feel like it's been forever since we last did this. Uh, do you? <laughs> I, you know, I, th- I thought to myself, I'm like, I really wonder if Justin's <laughs> going to do it. It's been a long time since we've actually been able to sit down and, and do our back-to-backs like this. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, every time that that happens. So if you ever want to know, <laughs> did they record both episodes back-to-back? Just listen for the intro. Mm-hmm. It's like 66 Batman. Do you see the the bat cycle? No? Okay, Batgirl's not in this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's fair. I That's can't fair. help myself. It's a tick. And, uh, mm. you know. Justin, just in the years that away. I've known you, there's a lot of ticks. And we you, <laughs> you just come to accept them. Well, that's good. Yes. I'm glad someone does. Uh, well, so yeah, that's this, what, what I'm here for. This is our uh, Death Proof Quentin Tarantino uh, companion episode. Uh, my thinking behind this is this. when Whenever a Tarantino movie comes out, which is few and far between, mm-hmm. uh, I I have to see it. There's yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's going to happen. And so my thinking behind this was, what directors out there for horror specifically are there where if you heard they made a new movie, you're going to go see it? Right. Honestly, I'm going to be like, that wasn't the, it's, it's solid reasoning. It wasn't necessarily the direction I went with picking my list. Sure. Mine was like, okay, I, you, you sent me your list, like mm-hmm. solid list. I get it. True. But then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't want to copy and right. do the same list. So let me kind of go outside the box and see what I can find. And I feel like I did do that, but like your list is a solid list. I'm not sure what uh, yours is, so I am excited to do this. I said to do yesterday. You gave me a thumbs up. Well, maybe I forgot what it was because I do other things and I forget things. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So this will probably be pretty quick, but we are going to, you know, gush and loves on uh, these three directors that we picked in classic countdown fashion. We'll start our list. Yep. yep, I even, I even, I even kind of ranked it. Okay, it's a real, it's a yeah. I kind of, kind of trying to work, trying to do that. It's a little tough for me because sure. there's we went with three. Yeah, and it really could be any given day. Sure. Yeah. I did have myself an honorable mention. Right. Purely just because of the movie that that they did, That's and uh, you know, did you do one? No. Okay, so I'm just going to throw it out there. It's Stanley okay. Kubrick. It's Stanley Kubrick. It's sure. Purely because of The Shining. Yeah. The Shining is so god... Oh, my God. You know, it's... Well, it's say shi- what you will about his movies. I mean, obviously, he's a beloved director, and he's kind of a mm-hmm. dickhead and whatever. I just <laughs> yeah. watched 2001 for the first time. Really? God, that's a long movie. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I've never, I've never made the journey myself. It's it's something. It's worth doing once, 
but it's like okay. the first like i i was on board until what are you doing, Kyle? the end mm-hmm. and then it was like wait what this, huh? Okay. Uh, I, he's in a room uh, okay. with himself, but he's also a baby, but also he's old, and it's yeah, it's very strange. Uh, okay, I'll I'll have to do it because whenever I think of two thousand one, I think of that episode of South Park mm-hmm. when he's like, "I can't let you do that, Kyle." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" Okay, this is. Great. I, I think of the Ultra House from Treehouse of Horror, where it's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> okay, I hadn't seen that one yet. We will. I know we will. Every six months. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you um, want to or not. Right. So why don't you go ahead and kick uh, kick our kick off our list of our three favorite horror directors that aren't Carpenter, Craven, or Hooper. Okay, Brandon, I will. My first one at number three is Ari Aster, who did Midsommar and Hereditary. That was going to be on my list because I love Midsommar. I'm, yeah. a, I'm just gonna say Midsummer. I've but heard both. So. Midsummer. It's that's how it's spelled, but yeah. I always call it Midsummer. I I, I heard want to Eli cover Roth it. on History of Horror say Samar. So of course he did. Yeah, so Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> and I've yet to watch the Hereditary, so. so that's kind of why. Like I own Hereditary, I just yeah. haven't watched it. Like I've heard good things, I've heard mixed things. But I've only watched it the one time, and I wasn't fully on board. But I want to give it another try because I think I'm upon second way. viewing, it'd be good. Yeah, I'm kind of that way with a lot of these movies, yeah. really. But um, Midsommar is so fantastic oh, that God, so after good. that, because Hereditary came first, mm-hmm. and then this, and it was like it was so holy shit amazing. I've only watched it once. I watched it twice. I watched it with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, she didn't hate it, sure. but she was also like, huh? who did I marry? <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing is like, aside from sh- a lot of shorts um, and some writing credits, um, Ari Aster had only done Hereditary in 2016 and then Midsommar mm-hmm. in 2018, and he's actually... Um, filming a movie right now, or it's filming that he directed. It's called Disappointment <laughs> Boulevard. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't know anything about that. But that's um, it says it. Oh, it's a drama, so it does. I don't even know. It doesn't. It's, even, it's got Joaquin. Horror. Yeah, so it's got Joaquin Phoenix, Nathan Lane. Wow. That's diverse. Yeah. It says the story that a decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Okie dokie. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do an, another Midsummer-esque yeah. style movie there. Ari well, Aster, it's just—it's so beautiful to look at. I mean, it's so visually it is stunning. So good. Like, yeah, I have to see what he does after that. Right, and like do, doing movies through a twenty-four. That seems to be the vibe. Of those kind, like that style of movie, uh, mm-hmm. The Green Knight is coming out soon. I'd like to go and see that. Um, we got a, a lot of movies coming out here in the near future, yeah. um, and I can't wait to see them all. What's um, your number three, Brandon? My number three kind of went with a cheat, I kind of sure. feel. Uh, I went Ridley Scott. Um, 
I mean, come on, you took Ari Aster, like, I and know. then I, I know who else you took too, and I'm like, you motherfuck. <laughs> um, but I mean, when you see the like the films that he has done, even the ones that aren't horror related, like mm-hmm. your Gladiators and stuff like that, you're like, Gladiator is one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. And then you pair that with the fact that he did Alien, mm-hmm. Alien Covenant, Prometheus, and Hannibal. Like say what you will about Hannibal, like yeah, it's still not Anthony Hopkins. But, yeah, yeah, it's still Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Like nothing will ever be Silence of the Lambs, but it's still Red Dag- Dragon's saucy. pretty close. Red Dragon is fucking awesome. One of these days. Yeah, one of these days. But yeah, like Ridley Scott is just such a prolific filmmaker and such a big name that like I think in filmmaking, you know, like you, how you have your your Carpenter, Craven, and Hooper uh, along those lines. And then you have, you know, your Ridley Scott's, your James Cameron's, mm-hmm. um, Spielberg. you know, Spielberg's, uh, Coppola, stuff like that. You know, like these big yeah. ass names. But like the fact that he kind of, you know, did these movies on the side of doing some really big non horror films is. Like I, I'm going through and I'm like, I kind of feel like he should be on my list. Like if I don't Well, I mean think Alien Alone he, is right. just incredible. He's still alive, right? Or he passed. Yeah. No, he's as far as I'm his brother passed. Okay. So like if they're like, hey, they're doing another alien, Prometheus, whatever, um mm-hmm. they you tell me I am going to see that. Yeah. Even though oh, yeah. Prometheus and uh, Covenant, like they weren't the greatest movies. I mean, they're no alien three. But like, like you, I like them. I'm still I'm in the bag. I'm still yeah. gonna go. You yeah. know what I mean? It's still like Predator, like Predator. That last movie was yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, <I heard. laughs> yeah. Like it's not horrible, but at the same time, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean Thomas Jane and um, uh, Keegan Michael Key mm-hmm. is great. Right. Like their back and forth in that movie is is great, but I'm I'm not. I want to watch if I want to watch that. I will watch them do a, you know, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley style movie where they're going back and forth, but not in a Predator movie, you know. Right. But uh, moving on, what's your number two? My number two is Mr. Guillermo del Toro. Um, he's one of those names where whenever I see his name attached, even as a producer, I'm excited. Um, yeah. I love Crimson Peak. If you don't, I, I don't understand why. Yet. I think it's great. Hiddleston okay. does an amazing job. It's a super fun, that creepy surprise ghost me story. At all. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows him as Loki, but, and he's great as Loki, but he actually has some chops. Our friend oh. Patrick gives me shit for liking him, but I, I think he's great. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. Uh, and then he did Shape of Water, which was his take on Creature from the Black right. Lagoon. Which I never watched that either, but I actually that. own that one as well. It's great. I mean, what am I during? What am I during here? I don't. I don't know what you're during. All, all I'm during is working. <laughs> yeah, well, quit it. And my some fucking minutes. Yeah, and my free time is watching movies <laughs> so that we can talk about them. Well, I don't have them on my list anytime soon, but that can change. Yeah, I, want I need you something for that. November. So, but even <laughs> yeah, the stuff right. that he's produced, like he did, he produced scary stories, which we covered for this, which we loved, mm-hmm. and uh, Mama. 
which if you haven't seen... Well, he produced Scary amazing. Stories, because that was directed the, by Andre Oberdahl. That's Oberdol. the thing I just said. Oh, I didn't hear that first part. I am sorry, <laughs> dick. God. <laughs> smack you. <laughs> right through this Zoom meeting. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. It's just one of those names that you see and you're like, okay, it's in good hands. That's the thing. Like, as I'll say it again, that even the things that he produces, like you see his name and you, my ears go up and I go, oh, like even if I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to the trailer at first mm-hmm. and I hear his name, I go, oh, and I'll rewind it and I'll watch it and actually pay right. attention. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, you got my attention now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm right there with you. And even even like outside the horrors, like, I mean, Hellboy has hel- like horror elements to, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I love those movies. Like, you know, maybe some people don't care for the reboot or the second one as much. Like, right. I enjoy both of those movies. The remake was all right. It was serviceable. I've heard I haven't watched it. But yeah, that wasn't Del Toro, so who cares? Exactly. I don't remember that as well. Yeah. Um, so for number me, two. my number two, this is this is kind of hard mm. because I kind of go back and forth on my number two and my number one. But for the sake of this list, my number two is Rob Zombie. So... You're kind of alone is, on that island in this group, but uh. I know you. I know I am. I know I am, and I think that's why I went number two with him because the movies that I put down for him are, you know, the the Firefly tri- uh, trilogy, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses was good. I liked that movie a lot. Devil's Rejects, so good. Three from Hell, I've only watched it once or twice. I bought it the day it came out. I haven't mm. gone back to it. I'd like to watch it again. It kind of has. A little bit of that exploitation vibe, if right. I remember right to it. Um, I put it down for Halloween because he did he did yeah. take a stab at it. Yeah. And um, thirty one, like these movies aren't necessarily like they're not your aliens, you know, they're not your shinings, but like they, you know, his wife may not be the best actress in the world, sure, but she's in she's in everything. Yeah. You, you kind of just grow to accept it. It's like um, the Adam Sandler gang. Like, you know yeah. they're going to be in it one way or another, whether you like it or not. Exactly. Um, the movie 31, I can't wait to talk about that movie. Um, it, The idea mm-hmm. of it, um, the way it plays out, everything is just awesome. But like you said, it's kind of like when you we talked about um, exploitation films earlier with... Um, you know, Tarantino doing it. Like obviously Tarantino is a much bigger name and a, a better director. Sure. But like it, you, you come to expect a certain level of something out of a zombie movie. It's generally going to be uh wordy as well. Yeah. Profanity laden, ultra violent. Um, and really like seventies vibed. Mm-hmm. The soundtracks are always on point. Like that's my style. Like I love that seventies rock. Like sure. I I can listen to a soundtrack of any of those. But like Halloween, the first Halloween, aside from the opening scene where they really just hammer home the fact that Michael lives in a broken home, we get it. Yeah. Um, 
I was I didn't hate the take that they gave it. You know, yeah. I I loved Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I said, like if when they say when he has a movie coming out, I will go see it. Lords of Salem, I didn't really care for, but I've been told I need to go back and revisit, and I will someday. Um, he's currently undertaking the monsters, yeah, so I'm. That'll Curious to see how that's going to play out because I grew up on the monsters. I love that show, yeah. And to see, to see how that's going to go, I, it will be interesting. Yeah, I wonder how zombie esque it'll be, or if like is He'll it tone rated it down. R, or if is it going to be like I haven't seen much about it either. But I'm definitely I'm interested to see what it's going to turn out to be. But like visually, everything like. The movies look great. I'm I'm interested in to see how you. Well, I know you haven't watched Devil's Rejects yet, but I know that no. you you liked House enough to be like I'm curious to see what this is, but I'll watch it when we do the podcast yeah. on it. Um, but yeah, it's not so much that he is a great director. He's not bad, yeah. but like the movies he's done, I love. Some of those movies are in my tops of them and it's enough that I will go and see whatever he puts out for That's better fair. or worse yeah. uh, my You're number, number one. one my number uno and if is... you don't know what this is you haven't been listening to the show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like I can't put him on my list because he's on the top of Justin's <laughs> list and it's it's a worthy number one yeah it's uh, Jordan Peele even, yeah I mean, even it's... though go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, even though kind of like, um, what was it, with Ari Aster, mm-hmm. like solid, solid entries, but very limited in yeah. the actual filmography. So like mm-hmm. to come out and just kind of two for two it, like what both of them did, yeah. it, it's worthy. That And that's the thing, like both notes are so high and I haven't watched Twilight Zone. I've heard good things. I want to. Yeah, I, really I mean, do. I have Prime. I just haven't, you know, sat down. It's on Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a Prime be... show, I think, oh, or okay. Paramount show. Okay. Maybe it's we on should Paramount definitely do Plus, that. but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Get Out is fantastic. If you want to hear me wax poetic about that for an hour and a half, we did it a couple episodes back. Yeah, very recent. Yeah, and Us is fantastic as well. I initially yeah. liked Us more than Get Out, which I talked about on the show as well. But the more I've watched Get Out the more it's grown on me and I've, oh, it's so it, yeah. neck and neck for me because they're just so great. And that's the thing I'm going to be curious about too, because I like watching us a second time, knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely curious about picking up on little things here and there because his movies are so like, you know, not to say, not to compare it to like what we talked about uh, earlier with, um, the little details and you know, like what Tarantino puts in his movies, like the little nods here, the little takes there. Like I watched a lot of breakdowns about get out and recently us and his movies are just filled with little nuggets of stuff. And the attention to detail is just ridiculous. So I can't wait to see like where his next film will go yeah because i mean it's not just slapped together i mean it's tarantino level where you wait as long as you have to wait for it to happen mm-hmm. and you know that the work went into it 
to make it as good as it could possibly be. Right. I'm looking to see if, oh goodness. I was looking to see what he had coming out anytime soon. There's a movie called, there's something called Abruptio. Um, and well, uh, you're going to want to watch it. I know I'm, I'm going to. So it has a pretty big cast. It's got rest in peace. Sid Haig. Oh. He, he's in it. Um, Jordan Peele, sure. James Marsters, Christopher McDonald, Robert England. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Like it just says Les Hackle is a guy down on his luck who wakes to find an explosive device has been implanted in his neck. And it's, uh, written and directed by Evan Marlowe, which I'm not super familiar with. So and that doesn't at his, quite count. No, it doesn't quite count, but I'm definitely, I was kind of hoping that he had something kind of on the horizon himself. Yeah. Um, but no. Well, hopefully sooner than later we'll, uh, we'll get, get, we'll get something out there. Masterpiece. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would rather it be, you know, like a tool album take 15 years in between each one but they're all it's always worth the wait yeah. um i so, see uh, for director there's untitled jordan peele horror event for 2022 where'd you see that under director oh i looked under actor stupid me Silly oh yeah habit. and well he, he did uh, he did work the screenplay with Candyman, which yeah he produced but people seem to kind of gloss over the fact that Nia DaCosta is the one that actually is directing it. Right. I cannot wait to see that movie. Sure. Um, I do. Yeah, I do see that. Um, the uh, uncredited 2022 horror event. Nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how that, uh, <laughs> plot I kind of like how, under wraps. <laughs> yeah. He's got a com. Oh, of course he does. He's got a comedy coming out, um, next in 2022 as well called Wendell and wild. And it's two uh, demon brothers facing off against a nun and a pair of goth teens. And it's, you know, him and Keegan-Michael Key. Sure. Anything Key and Peele I'm sold on as it is. But I can't wait to see acting as demon brothers. Uh, The cast for the event uh, has Stephen Young from Walking Dead and Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out. Really? Yeah. Well, that one, the Kaluuya, doesn't surprise me. No. At all, uh, Kiki Palmer, and then some kid. Okay, I'm in the bag. I can't wait to see what it is. Plot kept under wraps. Dun dun dun. All, all right, right. Without much further ads, you. What is Let's your get, number one? We can only drag this out so long. <laughs> um, episode uh, episode number one. Um, my number one was kind of a stretch for me, but at the same time, I feel so strongly about the movie Hush that I put Mike Flanagan. As my number one, I'm, I did I'm in the bag. Hush. I'm in the bag for that and Doctor Sleep, like yeah, real, real solid, solid attempts there. And um, I, I can't, I can't like gush enough about the movie Hush. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. We covered it. Quite eons ago. ago yeah it feels like now but it's such a good movie and he does such a good job making that movie that um yeah you should definitely go back and watch it listen i to really episode. loved hush that was good i need to i want to watch it again i do too i've I watched it a few times now it, it, it is really good 
on top of that with um, doing Doctor Sleep, he did Haunting a Hill House, I did, which I haven't seen. Um, the Netflix show? Pull, yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I heard good stuff. Yeah, I keep wanting um, to watch it, but I haven't yet. He did Gerald's Game, which was... Um, was it Carla Gugino and mm. Bruce uh, Greenwood? They did that Stephen King. Excuse me. There, um, he's done a, a movies I haven't seen. Ouija, Origin of Evil. He did Oculus. Um, I, I never saw Oculus. I'm I'm real picky when it comes to my ghost and possessiony and stuff like that. Movies, but sure. yeah, like Hush. Similar to what I said about Kubrick with The Shining. Hush is kind of up there with that as well with Flanagan. Like the dude, the, the, he just does such a good job that when I see his name pop up, I'm definitely going to see that movie. That's fair. Yeah, that's it. We did it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Tidy we... half hour package. Yeah, not even. I don't know. Yeah, we still got a yeah, clock out. You what? Said we still got a clock out. That'll take a few minutes. Yeah. And we need to it... know what your next pick's gonna be. I'm not uh, even sure you were I know what ask it is. Me that. I don't, and I don't remember. I kind of feel like um, really kind of doing Jaws really threw me through a loop because I had my <laughs> shit planned out. Yeah. I had it planned out. I don't, we both knew what my next pick was going to be. Did I tell you what my next one was going to be after Jaws? Because I gave you like, when you told me what you're upcoming till October, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do too. I just don't remember what I said. I don't either. I didn't even so I, remember your director's list, so I don't know what you're expecting very, out of me here. I, uh, very minimal. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll just do it. I'm excited for this. My next pick is going to be The Crow. Woot. Now, it's not conventional horror. No. It's not even really that gory. Hmm. But if you have a problem with me covering this movie, send me an email. Tell me that you don't like it. I dare you. I will. Watch me get emails. Watch you get emails now being like, we, we, we become that the group that gets emails when they're like, <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah. That's a bad movie. <laughs> hey, I'll take the You're feedback. You're dumb and your face is dumb. It's like, that's why we don't show our faces because my <laughs> face is, in fact, dumb. Um, but yeah, so then the thing is, is... I'm excited to cover The Crow because it's like top three all-time films for me. Not mm -hmm. to Dwight it up too much, but The Crow has a very, very, very special place in my heart. And I'm going to gush over this movie probably as much as I do Halloween, maybe even Candyman. Like, it is up there. I, I um, haven't watched this in a very long time, so I'm interested to see what it'll I be I even, like. on Prime Day, bought the, the Crow board game, Fired Up. Oh. I, Fire it up! Fire it up! I'm I'm excited to talk about it. I'm even almost more so excited to talk about what the bonus episode is going to be because that one yeah that'll be fun. a little bit I'm gonna put a little bit of time into it. You'll have to wait until next week to find that one out. Yeah. But until then, when we come back to talk about the crow, you can find us on Facebook. We have a page. We got a group. All sorts of fun happenings on over there. Come. Come hang out. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us what you're looking forward to. Tell us you like the podcast. Tell us you don't. Yeah. Either way, as long as you're listening, we'll take That's it. That's all I care about. Yeah. We can find us on um, Instagram and Twitter at go underscore pod. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. 
Um, you, I didn't mention this last episode, but you, uh, we are on the Slasher app. That's really popping over there. Yeah. Um, come hang out with us. Just let's chat. I'd love to sit down and talk to some people about you know how they feel about horror. Like, yeah, definitely. We we love like I said before, we love we love the genre, but we're not exactly like super nerds or well versed or this right. that. We, it's just something that we are using this podcast to kind of broaden our horizons and learn mm-hmm. more because the love is there. Um, but yeah, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. If you haven't already, please like, rate, review, share with a friend, spread the good word, tell them that we're awesome, and let them find out for themselves that we are not. Yeah. And by that time, it's too late. You're hooked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until then, uh, it's been a pleasure. I've been Brandon. And I've been Justin. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.